Welcome to the Line Life Podcast. I'm Jeff Postelwaite, Senior Editor of TND World, and today we're bringing you more stories of the grit, courage, and inspirational teamwork that it takes to be a line worker. Hello and welcome to TND World's Line Life Podcast. New for 2024, we are featuring four episodes a month on every Friday with the first and third episodes being interview-style episodes and the second and fourth episodes as narrated articles from TND World magazine. For our first, in case you missed it, we're featuring an article from the December Electric Utility Operations section called Line Trade Unites at 2023 Rodeo Week. And this is on page 40D of TND World. This article is written by me, Amy Fishbach, field editor, and I'm also narrating it as well. From its inception, the International Lyman's Rodeo has focused on safety and showcasing skills, and the 2023 event was no exception. Line workers and their loved ones traveled in record numbers to Kansas City for four full days of networking, education, and competition. The event kicked off with two concurrent training conferences the International Lyman's Rodeo Safety and Training Conference and the Powerline Conference at the Overland Park Convention Center. As the Powerline attendees learned about best practices for overhead wood pole design and how to safeguard line crews, the safety conference participants listened to presentations on personal protective equipment, flame retardant clothing, situational awareness, bonding and grounding, and injury prevention. We're here to get everyone trained up and ready and informed on things in the industry and promote the rodeo and the safety with the rodeo, said Rustin Owen, a member of the International Lyman's Rodeo Association Safety Committee. It's all geared towards safety in the industry. Chad Schimpf, an ILRA Safety Committee member from Ameren, Illinois, said the first day of the conference, 230 attendees registered for the event, and the second day they had more than 300. It's obviously growing, and we've had a lot of good content, said Schimpf, who served as a speaker at last year's conference. We're already looking forward to building on this year for next year. Sharing Safety Lessons Over the last few years, the Safety and Training Conference opened with stories from personal injury survivors to drive home the importance of coming home safely each night. This year, the attendees listened to presentations from two ARC Flash survivors, including Brandon Schroeder and Jason Brazen. Schroeder shared his personal injury story called Believe in Safety. Back in 2000, the electrician performed a routine electrical task without his arc flash suit or proper personal protective equipment. It's something I've done a million times, he said. I went ahead and disconnected that wire and ended up burning 16% of my body. Schroeder urged the line students, apprentices, journeyman line workers, and field managers in the audience to take safety seriously and not take risks. If you take risks like I did and have some close calls, remember that there's someone watching you, Schroeder says. That person may not have the skills and experience you have, and if you're teaching them that the risks you're taking are acceptable, but then when you have a mentality like that, it's just a matter of time before you have an accident like mine, or worse. Journeyman line worker Logan Holtgren, a rodeo competitor from Liberty Utilities, said Schroeder's presentation about his arc flash incident stood out to him at the conference. I'm learning about being safe, not being complacent, 
and how to de-escalate situations, he says. To wrap up the first day of the safety and training conference, Evergy's public safety team returned from last year to give a live electrical safety demonstration to the conference attendees. Tim Boswell and his team first talked about accidental contact between curious animals and live electricity, using the stuffed animal Squeaky the Squirrel as part of the demonstration. The team also incinerated everything from a hot dog to a balloon to drive home the importance of wearing flame-retardant garments, which was discussed earlier in Bulwark's Derek Sang's presentation, the team tried to also ignite an FR long-sleeve shirt, which quickly snuffed out. You can clearly see that it doesn't continue to burn, minimizing the damage to the soft tissue of the body, Boswell says. Discovering New Technologies Following the second morning of the Lyman Safety and Training Conference, the floodgates opened to the 2023 Lyman's Expo. Thousands of line workers, family members, and supporters lined up outside the exhibit hall in the convention center to get the first look at the latest tools, technologies, products, and services for the line trade. Timothy Hanna of IBEW Local 145 came to Kansas City for Lyman's Radio Week to support the apprentices. It's always good to see the vendors, Hanna said. I just keep an eye out for new ideas, new products, and things coming out on the market. There's about anything that goes on a line truck or bucket truck. If it's out there and it has anything to do with line work, it's here. Joseph Heron, who is supporting the teams from Austin Energy, says the expo gives line workers the opportunity to see new power tools and other technologies on the market. I can see the new ideas and shoot them up to our bosses and hopefully get better equipment to help our guys out in the field, he says. This year, the expo expanded into a new exhibit hall space to accommodate the growing number of vendors and attendees. On the show floor, attendees could visit with exhibitors, enter drawings, participate in contests, and even catch a glimpse of the KC Chiefs cheerleaders with the KC Wolf. Swapping Shirts and Stories After the second day of the expo, the Rodeo Week rolled into an annual tradition, the Lima's Barbecue and Trade Night. Before ascending the escalator for the barbecue feast, line workers and their families participated in a swap meet, trading everything from lightning bolt earrings to caps to glasses and t-shirts. Some even offered shirts for the little line workers with tiny line trade themed baby and toddler sized shirts. Derek Wilson, a Valiant Energy Service from Allentown, Pennsylvania, showcased his company's navy blue t-shirts. His company does storm and blue sky work in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Our radio logo was taking Kansas by storm as a proud representation of our storm team, Wilson says. Dane Olson from OG&E says for his utilities radio shirt design, they included an illustration of one of their apprentices, Drake Hurst. He's climbing up and out of Oklahoma and up on top of the world facing the universe, he says. Hopefully he's going to win this thing. Chalum County PUD out of Washington also showed its pride in the trade with a long sleeve black t-shirt designed by apprentice Boyd Eichmann and his wife. We're out of Local 997 out of Washington, he said. We tried to capture the mountains and the water and everything we see in the Olympic Peninsula. We went with an old-time thing with some interesting letter work. After the t-shirt swap, the line workers enjoyed some jack stack barbecue and some networking time before the day of competition, 
at the International Lyman's Rodeo. TND World also announced the winner of the raffle drawing sponsored by Milwaukee Tool. Sympathy Sider, a line worker for Avangrid, NYSEG in New York, won a prize package valued at more than $1,000. Following the banquet, the line workers and their families prepared for the 39th annual Lyman's Rodeo, which attracted competitors and spectators from all around the world. Shane Savach, general foreman for Michael's Power, said it's an honor to be around so many line workers and their families during the Lyman's Rodeo Week. After 21 years in the trade, he now serves as a live line trained barehander for his company, and at the rodeo, he was judging one of the events. It's like a giant brotherhood coming together as one, he says. It's a good family event to have a lot of linemen come here. I'd love it. Follow us at linelife.podbean.com to listen to all the episodes of the Line Life podcast and make sure you follow us on Podbean to listen to both our audio stories and our interviews with line workers. If you have a suggestion for a guest for a future episode, please email us at linelifepodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening to the Line Life podcast.